So, uh, we're back in our uh, apocalypse, well, no, apocalypse we've, we've garage the, well, in Alaska. We're, we're back in the apocalypse. We we sort of like moved away from the garage. They kind of kicked us out. We're trying to get back in. Listen. No, I'm not going to. No, okay. So now they want us to give them some sort of payment. Uh, I'm thinking about trading... Uh, Rohan's life. Don't tell him. I think I'm just gonna give him to. I can hear you. Eh, more or less. He can't hear me. It's, it's fine. Anyways, so. I, I am a blue belt, so. Oh, you're it'll a blue be, belt. It'll be a little hard. So you'll taste better when we eat you for food for sustenance. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Today we are going to be talking about Miyamoto Musashi. Okay. One of the greatest samurai. What do you know about samurai? Um. I knew I know they are ancient Japanese warriors. Yes. Um a lot of people have compared them to knights, which some would say yes, they were like the Japanese knights. Other would say no, they were kind of a different thing. They are. Yeah. They're definitely they are a different. Definitely thing. a different thing cuz like uh Bushido isn't a lot like the chivalric code, right? The chivalric code, like we heard, like, oh, chivalry, help the maidens and stuff. Bushido is more about honor. And when people say honor, they mean, like, assistance of loyalty, right? Yeah. Because basically samurai are just mercenaries. They're uh, swords for hire. And then the daimyo, which are kind of like warlords, uh, they have the samurai under their control and the samurai would uh, work for the daimyo and they would they would sort of like uh, sustain their power right yeah and their whole thing was that uh, rather than like uh, the whole reason that honor was a big thing was if you listen to what the daimyo told you and you like you laid down your life for him that was very honorable and you were following Bushido which was just loyalty so to your daimyo so they are a big part in maintaining the feudalism in Japan exactly yeah so, um, I also think the um, chivalry code is a little, just a lot, um, what's it called? Um, misogynistic. Misogynistic, yeah. Well, uh, it's more the myth of the chivalry code. It's not, they didn't actually save damsels in distress. It was more that knights who were really just armored, at the time they were armored cavalry in a way, right? Because they wore armor, they rode on horseback and stuff. And they, so they usually like, belong to some type of kingdom. Yeah, they were like the first tanks. That was their first, like the a medieval tank was like a guy so in armor on horseback. So you can't even compare them because exactly. Um, uh, well, actually, the I guess they're both samurai were experts of multiple things, right? Yeah, they were great swordsmen. They were great artists, painters. They were great uh, poets. Yeah, archers too. They some did poetry, some did a lot of archery, because uh, at some points in time. Like the uh, warfare started to evolve, and it became less about fighting people one on one in the heaviest armor. It became more about like doing the smartest thing, right? Yeah. Like, and uh, I think they used a lot more strategy because yeah. I thought um, were um, I thought knights are just like really burly and masculine, but like <laughs> yeah, no, uh, they uh, ooh, they had this sword. They had one large sword called the katana, you probably know. Oh, yeah. And they had a smaller sword that was exclusively for ritual suicide. Kanto. Um, huh? No. Um, um, so, anyway. Yeah, they had a second sword that was r- specifically for ritual suicide called seppuku. If you w- didn't want to surrender, right? Because, like, you don't want to... Uh, if you surrender, then they're going to catch you. And then they just, like, stab themselves right in the solar plexus. Exactly. 
stab himself here, they cut himself open. No, they, they don't just stab himself because then you bleed out. You have to cut yourself open because then you die quicker, right? Because if you just stab yourself and slowly bleed I out, I mean, these guys were brave. Yeah, well, uh, it was more about... Yeah, it was brave, but it was... Their entire country was like accepting death, which was, was kind of part of Buddhism. It right? was the honorable thing to do. Yeah, it was like um, surrendering just, for wimps. Exactly, like they sort of just uh, accepted death. Really, it's like, oh, uh, we're all gonna die eventually. It's another stage of life. So yeah, it's another stage of life. So am I gonna die just like sitting here waiting for someone to kill me, or am I gonna die uh, by my own blade? blade? Yeah, by my own blade. Right. So that was their whole thing. I, like, I have a large interest in Japanese knives since I um, I like cooking a lot. I'm a knife nerd. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's a big part. And that was a big part of their identity. A lot of um, a lot of these weapons were custom made. They they took long hours to forge. They had like a thou- the, the quote is like a thousand folds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, interesting. Well, uh, some were like the like very famous ones were a thousand folds, but the reason was that they were working with impure steel, so they had to pound it down and then sort of harden the carbon, like make maybe form yeah, it know. better, right? Um, they constantly had to fold it because at the t- they didn't have like, they couldn't cast it. They well didn't. They, they didn't make the Damascus because it looks cool. They made the Damascus because they were working with the materials. Yeah, they were working with different materials and they constantly folded it over because when you fold it, uh, when you didn't, it came out like all wonky and it would chip. But you fold it over a couple of times, it was slightly better, and they kept repeating the process until eventually they came up with a good sword. And right? it's very labor. Exactly. Uh, it took a lot of I've time. Heard, yeah, it takes months to make like uh, a um, traditional way. To have make you a sword. um have you heard of um Kill Bill? Like the um Oh yeah, Kill Bill, I know that. They have, they have this like super exclusive shark um not, um katana maker. Exactly. Um it's like they couldn't you couldn't fathom having one of his sword swords. It's sort of like what I what I think was interesting about uh, Samurai 2 is that there was one samurai called a Ronin, right? It yeah. was a Ronin was a samurai without a daimyo, without a master. So basically he was a mercenary or a thug for hire, right? Yeah. Or a thief or whatever, right? But at the time it was uh, it was his name was Miyamoto Masashi. Okay. And he was known as the Lone Samurai and he was one of the greatest samurai ever because he'd fought 60 battles to the death. Yeah. Which is crazy because, like, most MMA fighters would have sort of like 40 fights under their belt and then they'd be done, right? That'd and be, they'd lose a few. Yeah, they'd lose but a few, right? It's like if if you're here, you if you lose one, you don't have any more fights. Exactly. If you you're lose dead. a battle to the death, that's the last battle you have. Yeah. So to win 60 battles to the death and duels to the death is crazy for me. And because uh, he would go around and he would challenge people and some. His biggest thing, why he won all the time, was because he never fought the last battle, and he would regularly do a thing that to psych out these samurai is he would come hours late and stuff, right? Yeah. Come hours late to the battle, and they would get really annoyed and would psych him out, right? And yeah. And then he would just come in all relaxed, and then he would start the battle, and he would always he was- win. Or he'd come uh, hours early because, uh, like, to uh, this one time. There were like three brothers of a clan, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first one went and he lost to him. And then in a fight to the death, right? He mm-hmm. died. Yeah. He lost to him. 
because he came late, he psyched him out, and he won. And then the second one said, hey, how dare you do that to my brother? You didn't even honor him by coming in early, so I'm going to challenge you to death. He did this exact same thing. And then the third brother was like, I think I know what's going to happen this time. He's going to come late, blah, 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 because he's a slacker or whatever. And then, um, so I'm going to set up an ambush, and we're going to come there early, and we're going to set up the ambush. But then... He comes early. Exactly. The last time he comes early, and then he sees everyone, and then, you know, he takes them out. He takes, uh, he kills a couple of them, wounds a couple of them, and he runs, right? Yeah. And now that person had been dishonored rather than Miyamoto Musashi by losing the battle. So, uh, in one of his Did he kill the third brother? Uh, I don't know if he killed the third brother. I just, I just know the story. Oh, yeah. So, um, and then one of his la- his last battle was because uh, it was his last battle because at that point people were starting to hear about him, and he didn't want to do it for fame and stuff like that. And after that, he was planning to like start a school, like to teach people so how to very, fight. He was very honorable, very noble. Yeah, very noble. He, well, it was less nobility. It was more about um, self. Not really self-respect, but more self... Uh, not control. What's the word for it? Responsibility and stuff like that? Like, sit, like he ate well, and he trained well, and he worked out. It's like one of those people who just works out not to look good and not to be faster, but to keep, keep themselves healthy. You know what I mean? But to do... To pay respect to themselves. Exactly, to pay honor respect themselves. Honor themselves, right. Not only honor other people, but honor themselves. Anyways, in his last battle, which was... This really quick story. Last battle, which was most famous, he carved um, a he carved a sword out of an extra wooden paddle that had been on the boat that was taking him to the battle, and he won. And that was it. And that's when he became most famous. And then he decided to quit. All right, that's the end of our story. Uh, I think we've gotten in, or at least the teacher who let us in won't be telling anyone we got in. Yep. Exactly. I'm locking the door behind us, and, and we're on our way. This place might actually be a di- genuine danger because I feel like we're going to get stabbed and yeah, stuffed. I think it might be uh, worse. I don't know why we killed the teacher to get in here. So, yeah. 